everybody and welcome to the Regenerative Revolution. This is the first podcast of the series promoted by Brambles Chap, who is leading the work in regenerative uh, supply chain together with sustainable brands and keto. During these conversations, we will dive in the exciting world of regeneration and engage in in-depth discussions with different experts that will be answering questions like what regeneration is, how and why it does differ from sustainability, what do we mean when we speak about regenerative businesses, which brands or which companies are undertaking this journey. Today, we will begin to approach and get a closer look at regeneration with the help of Carol Sanford, founder and leader of the Regenerative Business Development Community. Carol is also the founder and leader of the Regenerative Change Asian Development Community, which counts on members from three regions, America, EMEA, Asia Pacific, hosting over 50 events a year. Thanks so much, Carol, to be here with us today. You're welcome. Thanks for inviting me. A pleasure. Apart from that, apart from Carol, we have here today with us JJ Frejo, the Global Head of Sustainability and EMEA Government Affairs at Bramble's Chat. This is going to be a very interesting conversation for sure. And Juanjo is leading a global team that works on the creation of a regenerative supply chain aiming at positive environmental and social impact on local communities while strengthening a sustainable business model. So Juanjo, uh, JJ, <laughs> it's always um, a pleasure to hear from you and learn from your extensive experience. It's my pleasure to be here and participate in this conversations. I would like to start directly going to uh, what is regeneration and, and how regeneration is different from sustainability, no? And uh, Carol, I remember that in a conversation, in another conversation we had with the team, um, you were speaking about uh, traveling back in time, no? You were saying if we uh, were back in time, we would rediscover ancient and indigenous cultures fully integrated in living systems. And we would realize, we would see that they did truly understand the mechanism of, of system working of life, no? Therefore, when we speak about regeneration, uh, uh, we were discussing that maybe we are speaking about something really, well, different from sustainability, no? Is, yeah. is, is it possibly a new paradigm um, please, uh, just give us your vision. Well, it's uh, a paradigm that modern Americans are catching up with. I think there's a lot of hubris in the idea of saying we're now on to the next thing, regeneration, when actually we intervened and made a mess of what indigenous peoples knew. Uh, it's true in most spiritual lineages because regeneration only happens in living systems. It can't happen in things. Uh, so I think the exciting part of that is that we can, if we have enough humility, can really connect with a powerful idea which could help us achieve the things we started with circular, with sustainability, and did the best we could, but we have to leave some of that behind in order to go into the old, ancient paradigm.
very nice that idea about reconnecting no to the old paradigm and get the the yeah the knowledge from nature no uh, and um juanjo uh from your side how do you see the difference between regeneration and sustainability no uh, is regeneration for you eventually a sustainability 4.0 how would you describe the, the the difference for me regeneration is the next step in the sustainability journey And I'm hearing a lot lately that sustainability is no longer valid and we need to do regeneration. I, I don't agree with that. I think sustainability is still the, it's still the, a, a very valid idea. It, it, it is mainstream and it's great that it's mainstream. It, it, it is everywhere. And sustainability has taught us something very important. It is that what we do in the world has consequences. It has an impact and we need to be responsible of that, of that impact. But, but now the next question is probably, Are we doing enough about it? And I think the obvious answer is no, we are not doing enough. And it's not the environmentalists or the sustainability professionals, it's even the financial markets that is saying that this is not enough. You can just go to, to, the, to the latest newsletter from Larry Fink from BlackRock and see that, you know, even the financial markets are, are pushing the, the, all of us to do more in, in, this, in this area. Regeneration for me is a new level of ambition within sustainability. It's about uh, changing the focus, uh, as Carol was saying, going one step beyond and not focusing so much in reducing the bad things that, that, that we do when we operate, the, the negative environmental impact, but really having some true positive impact, some true regeneration in everything that, that we do. So a new level of ambition, I would say, and even a, a different kind of ambition, much more powerful. Um, Carol, um, uh, what's your view on that? Uh, Juanjo, JJ, later you can tell us more, a bit more about uh, how you are doing that evolution at Brambles, no? because I think it's, it's very interesting, no? the, the practical exercise you are doing. Carol, uh, as, as one of the leaders of the concept uh, in the world, what's your view on that? Well, I, I love what JJ is doing, what the company is doing, but I disagree with one little piece. Can yeah. I do that, JJ? That's great. That's, That's, That's what fantastic. we're here for. But I don't think it's about doing good because I think doing good is hubris from humans, as though we know. And it's not even about understanding nature. Living systems is bigger. It's humans nested in. There are three ideas that I think we need to bring to the forefront, not argue about what the difference is or what's important, because I agree it's all important, but one that will help us go faster, deeper, and more effective, which we desperately need right now, is to work on capacity on essence and on systems. Now, can I say quickly what those mean? Yes. Mostly we work on doing things when we're working in uh, other paradigms, let's call them. And what that means is we are getting things done, but we're not building capacity, which was my first term at the same time. We as humans don't understand that every act we take We can ask, how are we going to build more capability, more capacity while we do this? Regeneration at its core is about building capacity while we work simultaneously rather than linearly. And that's why it's a paradigm shift. 
-hmm. How is it we design better thinking and we do it in a new way every time, not to get some best practices? The second thing that we need to do that is core to the future is instead of doing good or better from a human perspective, is join with the essence of the system we're working in. So when I am speaking or working with mostly businesses, I say, what's the essence of this life shed? And changing the language helps. It's not a watershed where humans get their water. It is where life exists. What's the essence of this one compared to another one? What's the essence of this raw material compared to another one? Learning to do essence thinking. And the third one is systems. How is it we actualize systems, whole systems, not just one place, but we can do that once we can understand the essence. So when you go to regenerative thinking, you start asking not just how do we uh, do less harm and how do we do good, but how do we improve capacity of everything while we work? How is it we work from the essence of each unique place, person, organization, which is a huge quantity, uh, quantum shift? And how do we work nodally to shift systems? And all that can sound a little academic, but my gosh, it is so powerful once you can have that conversation, which is why we're in communities where people can learn to do that. It's about capacity building. Uh, and I think I really like what, what I'm hearing. Uh, and also I think it's, it's, it's linked with what, what we are trying to do. We as a company, mm -hmm. what we do, I think we are talking about about purpose. What are we here for? What, what is it that we do and how can we do it in a, in a way that is regenerative? For us, what we do is, is, is to move things. You know, we facilitate that things move to more places, to more people than, than anyone else. And, and we are part of that, of that, of those production systems that have been operating for, for, for many, many years. But knowing that that is what that is what we do, that is the essence of what we what we do. How can we do it in a way that is radically different and it regenerates as it operates? You know, not as something different, but as it operates. The way that the vision that we have to create this regenerative supply chain is, I normally explain it in this way: is like historically, su uh, supply chains have worked consuming natural resources and creating waste. The new paradigm that we are proposing is that while they are working, not stopping the supply chains, while they are working, let's, let's see how we can create a supply chain that rather than consuming natural resources and create waste, will consume existing waste and create natural resources as it operates. And, and as a vision, I think what for us is, is really compelling and, and for our counterparts and, and stakeholders when we when we talk with them and, and, and probably the, the, the most exciting challenge apart from the vision is to go one level down and say, okay, what does it really mean in practice? How can we go in the different areas where we have material impacts or material opportunities and see how can we re redesign the whole system to make this a reality? Yeah, because JJ, um, what you are saying, I, I don't know if you could explain a bit more 
how you've done this shift, no? You were speaking about a new level of ambition. Um, Carol, I love, by the way, what you said about the essence and the capacity, you know, some very powerful words. We'll come back to that. But, but Juanjo, uh, could you tell us a bit more about this shift, no? From how, how, what's your experience on this transition? Uh, what would you point out about the evolution of your focus, no? Um, the ambition means, uh, Uh, means a lot of things, means uh, a mindset, uh, evolution, uh, it means uh, a doing, no? evolution. Uh, tell us a bit more. Well, for us, I mean, having this different way of thinking, this new level of ambitions was a natural, the natural next step, I, I, I have to say. Through, through our sustainability program, through our sustainability business, I, I will say that how we integrated sustainability in the different aspects of the business, we reached, at least in some areas, uh, we reached a, a point in time where we were close to, to, to zero impact, no? to, to reduce all the, all the negative impacts that we were, that, that we were doing. So the, the, the natural next step for us was, first of all, to have a wider view, a systemic view of the whole supply chain, and see how we could translate the things that we were doing successfully to, to, a, to, to a wider scope, to think in terms of systems. And, uh, and the second one is how to go in, in, in uh, to take this a step forward and moving from, as I said before, from reducing towards zero to have a, 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 a net regenerative impact in each one of them. And I think, I think for me, again, this was not that It is a change in the paradigm, it is a change in the level of ambition, but in a way it's the continuation of what we have been doing. It's the obvious next step. We have no other options. Once you reach zero, or once you are, you are getting close to zero, what is the next thing that you need to do? And for me, that's the, those are the, the two things that we need to do. Wider scope, systemic view, and truly regenerative I, I understand that there are no recipes when you are working with uh, innovative concepts like this one no the learning carol from the doing uh, and and trying at least no trying no because you speak about a mindset change no but if we if we don't change at some point some doing nothing will happen no carol i'm just asking coming back to you well i do think we're part of a newtonian worldview where it's about getting the right cue stick to hit the cue ball into the right pocket but <laughs> i think that gets us in trouble the doing because Until we shift how we're thinking about it, we're still, you know, Einstein said to us, don't create the next or the solution from the paradigm which got us there. And I think the paradigm that got us there was do more, get action. And I think, and I've written several articles on Medium about if we don't shift how we think about it to the quantum paradigm, which is indirect. So the three terms I gave you are all indirect. None of them are direct. None of them will go do this thing, this thing on the ground because you're very likely to go with the Newtonian acoustic model. What you have to do is work on capability and capacity. That's indirect. That shifts how we think about it. So when we think about the doing, we aren't dragging forward the what are we, let's do something else and do something else and do something else. We're thinking, let's think and then we will do differently. Obviously we have to end up in doing, but if we keep moving with the Newtonian, we can find an answer. And that's what we're about. The regeneration is about in every situation, every day. So take a child, I have grandchildren. 
you don't have an answer for this grandchild. You don't figure it out. You every day. So what's the essence of this child? Now, how do I in this moment, in this education moment, in this uh, engaging moment, work from their essence? How do I work on me and not being thinking grandmother knows everything because I've lived all these years? That shift is huge to go from not trying to figure out what I want to do to get them to be a certain way, but to start with them, to start with their essence, start with my essence. So I think it's not about doing new things. I think it's about thinking and building capacity because you can't just go think differently. You are programmed. You, me, I am programmed. Mm. We have to work like crazy to get out of that mind. So that's the work I do, building the new mind, not mindset so much, although it ends up there, but the mind that believes it has to think to see things alive, unique, uh, individual, not look for answers, not be a regenerative company. You can't be a regenerative company. You can only be in a regenerative process at the moment and the next minute you lose it because you're back looking for the generic answers. Mm -hmm. And Carol, uh, you speak about this uh, mind change or mindset. Okay. Um, this is all about uh, culture as well. No? Uh, um, so um, I, I, I was wondering, I understand that you are saying, okay, let's, let's first do this big jump on thinking, uh, let's build those capacities, let's change this mind, okay, and then, and then we'll do, we'll, we'll, we'll make it happen, no? Carol, in practice, I would like to ask you, uh, you have experience, uh, four decades of, of first-hand experience, you've been working closely with Fortune 500, new economic executives, uh, um, how have you worked on regeneration in a practical level? And then to Juanjo as well, no? Um, what is the working culture inside the company? I would like you to, to share a bit more on that. And then uh, how you are working as well with clients and suppliers uh, to, to just to approach to your uh, vision of regeneration, no? Um, right. As you wish. So I'll give you an example of working with Colgate Palmolive in South Africa, because we had mm -hmm. the container group, the kind of work that JJ's company does as a part of it, right? Uh, the thing that I do is form education processes where you meet monthly and you are introduced to a new way to think, which is very disruptive. Uh, living systems thinking, but you apply it right now today on what you're working on. So if when we had uh, 3,000 operators in a plant, the marketing people, we had the container and packaging people in it, we didn't have broken up working on one function or another. We also had government folks involved. And that process, again, is an education, how to notice when our mind is becoming centered around humans' view compared to living systems view. People have to learn to do that. Most of us can't catch ourselves. I would introduce ideas over a series of years, and each day they would go out and be different and work on something different. Thanks so much for that, Carol. And, and Juanjo, very important, your view on the culture uh, and very, especially I know that um, the work that you are doing with clients and suppliers, I think 
it, it's going to be interesting for the audience. If you could comment a bit on that, please. I think, well, when we introduce collectively the, the idea of regeneration and what it means for us, for, for us as a company and for us as individuals, I was I was very very happily surprised at how well it was accepted by, by everyone, internal and, and external. And I think there is something in the in this new way or new ambition to, of doing sustainability that it resonates very well with the spirit of the times. Traditional sustainability, the one based on reduce on do less, you know, frankly, it had a, some kind of frustrating component. And the idea of regeneration links or it aligns very well with, uh, with that. And um, it's about, again, building a system that as it operates, it will, it will produce <laughs> positive impacts. And, uh, and uh, so the, the reception has been phenomenal. We didn't have to create a complete new or we didn't have to, 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 to break the existing culture to bring this idea. It was, I will say, immediately understood and immediately uh, adopted. And then, well, with, with some fantastic examples, like I say, when you introduce the idea and, and, and you get, and you get, um, and you translate it into objectives and you, and you get together with, with the teams and with the stakeholders, with external, with the customers, with the suppliers, with the communities where we operate. And, and then we define, okay, what does it mean in practice? You know, where would you go? I go back again and again, no, back to this idea of, of making it happening. Um, and then, then you start to see really, really good things, real engagement, and 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 and, uh, and, and the power of of all these different people, you know, creating something new together. I can give you the example of afforestation or reforestation, or how we've gone from from let's have certified timber, which is great, and we are really, really proud of that, to see how can we create, you know. Uh, new models of working that will ensure that uh, that that new sustainable sources are created new sustainable forests are created and it has a positive impact in the communities and it has a and it has a positive impact in the biodiversity of the of the of, of the places where where we operate that is the power of uh, of this and everything for me there are two words regeneration and positive that go together there are other people there that are trying genuinely to be regenerative, you know, and and what it means for them can inspire me, and hopefully what what we are doing uh, can inspire others. So I think building this community of a regenerative revolution can only help all of us. JJ and Carol, I think both uh, are super inspiring. Uh, many thanks for really uh, just. Uh, um, a great conversation and, and very interesting, your different point of views, your common point of view, the practical side, the philosophy side, which is very needed now as well. A uh, final message as well from me to the audience. Please stay tuned. Our conversations on regeneration, uh, they will continue with a new podcast that will soon be released. Thanks so much, Carol and JJ. Take care. Bye.